Welcome to the Marriage Steps Podcast. We're developing a long-lasting, happy marriage is the status symbol to achieve. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. The six steps are establishing a covenant foundation, owning your brokenness, learning to share power, developing emotional attachment, cultivating sexual fireworks, and staying in love. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, licensed psychologist and marriage counselor. If you enjoy the episode today, please subscribe, click the five stars, and leave a review. The more positive reviews I receive, the higher the podcast will appear in search results so others can find it and receive tools for their marriage. Also, I'm hosting a live episode on Fridays from 4.30 to 5.30 Mountain Standard Time where I take any phone calls with questions about marriage. So be sure to call me at my new number, 303-596-6836, Fridays from 4.30 to 5.30 Mountain Standard Time. Again, the number is 303-596-6836. Today I'm focusing on four ways to manage decreased physical attraction. This is a common topic when I do my seminars, when I have couples I'm counseling, I'll have one spouse come to me and say, I'm not as attracted to my partner anymore. What do I do? And it becomes a big relationship issue because often the person on the other end of that gets their feelings hurt, they feel unloved, and it becomes a relationship issue and a relationship topic that's hard to talk about because the one spouse doesn't feel as attracted and the other spouse gets their feelings hurt. So they become at an impasse without any direction on which way to go. So today I'm going to cover four potential things to consider if this is your situation. One thing to consider right off the top is that physical attraction is a valid need. There's a lot of needs in marriage, and I always have couples try to identify, both spouses identify their top three. And I've gone over this in my different talks before, but some common needs are affection, emotional intimacy, recreation, sex, adoration, thoughtful gesture, support my interest, and the list goes on and on. There's a variety of different needs, and each of us have different ones. And the need to feel physically attracted to your spouse is one of the top needs people have. Not everybody has that need. Some people could care less how their spouse looks. It doesn't phase them. It doesn't bother them. Other people, it makes a huge difference. And the more their spouse takes care of their body and takes care of their appearance, the more it makes them feel loved. So that's the one thing I want to establish right off the bat, that physical attraction is a valid need. A couple things to flush this out. One is look to the animal kingdom. It's interesting to me in the animal kingdom that there's mating rituals. If we look at birds, for example, a lot of female birds are attracted to male birds with colorful feathers. Or they'll be attracted to the bird that dances the best or the bird that sings the best or the bird that builds the best nest. And so we see even in the animal kingdom, there's certain attributes that makes a certain animal attractive and certain attributes that make them unattractive. And so if that principle is alive and well in the animal kingdom, we can expect it to be alive and well for the human being as well. 
Another thing to consider is that there's research showing that obese men, men who are overweight, have fertility problems and lower quality sperm. So it would make sense if female wouldn't be as attracted to an overweight male for reproduction purposes because there would be problems with reproduction, potentially. And likewise, research is showing that overweight women have lower quality eggs and have fertility problems. So it makes sense from a biological perspective that men would be less attracted to an overweight woman because there may be reproduction problems. So that's another interesting piece is that there's this biological research being done showing why potentially overweight or heavy individuals are less attractive biologically potentially because it would create production, reproduction problems. Another thing to consider under this first category that physical attraction is a valid need is that those who have that need for physical attraction, they tend to be visually oriented in all areas of life. They tend to focus on how the house looks and how we could do this upgrade or, well, look at that beautiful sunset or, wow, look at that beautiful car that just drove by. They tend to be aesthetically oriented, visually oriented in all categories of life. So it's no surprise that they're aesthetically oriented towards their spouse as well. It's just part of how they're wired. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just who they are. Point number two to consider is you want to avoid the extremes where on the one end of the continuum is where looks are everything And on the other end of the continuum is someone who thinks that looks are nothing. Looks should never matter. So some people lean in one way, some people lean on the other. So avoid both extremes. So the one extreme where looks are everything, that's not healthy because then your partner becomes an object. All you care about is how they look and you're not allowing any grace for life to change their body because all of our bodies are gonna change with time. As we get older and we have children, our metabolism slows down and we get older into our senior years and our bodies change more. And so if you're too obsessed with looks, it doesn't allow for grace for the changes in our body that are inevitable as we age. So that's if you're too extreme on looks or everything. On the other hand, if you lean on the other side of this continuum where looks are nothing, that's also unhealthy. Because looks can matter quite a bit. For a lot of people, it's a top need. And so if you think my spouse should just love me, it doesn't matter how I look, that's an unrealistic expectation. Because your looks are probably what first attracted your spouse to you in the first place. Most likely, it was one of the attributes they were drawn to. So to say to someone, looks should not matter, you should just love me for who I am, that's an unrealistic expectation. People can love one another, but how attracted you are to one another, that's a variable that is involuntary. It's similar to saying to someone who loves chocolate ice cream, imagine saying to that person, stop loving chocolate ice cream. They can't. They can't just turn it off. How attracted you are to your spouse is involuntary. So to say to someone, it should not matter, is unrealistic because the person can't turn it off. It's how they're wired. It's how they think. So both of these extremes are toxic, where looks are everything and also if looks are nothing. Point number three, if you are the one who is not as attracted to your spouse anymore, 
two things I would encourage you to do. The first thing is focus more on all the attributes you still find attractive. So maybe you love their hair. Maybe you love their smile. Maybe you love their eyes. Maybe you love how kind-hearted they are. What do you still find attractive in your spouse? Because sometimes we can get hyper-focused on the way that we're not attracted to them anymore, and we lose sight of all the attributes we still admire, we still find attractive. So zoom out and focus more on those attributes you still find attractive in your spouse and then compliment them often about that. Because if you're not careful, they're going to feel continually criticized that you're not attractive, attracted to them. So make sure you're highlighting all the areas where you still are and compliment them frequently on those attributes. The second thing, if you are the spouse not as attracted to your partner anymore, make a soft startup with this complaint. As a reminder, the soft startup you start with, how have they improved? Perhaps they've lost some weight, if that's the issue. Perhaps they have tried to groom themselves better. Perhaps there has been some progress. You want to acknowledge it. Or perhaps they're more receptive than they used to be to your concerns in this area. You want to acknowledge it. Start with how they've gotten better. Second, focus on how it may not be all their fault that they're less attractive to you. Perhaps they've had some babies. Perhaps they're getting older and their metabolism is slowing down. Perhaps they got a new job and they're sedentary all day long sitting behind a desk. Focus on the areas where it's not all their fault. Give them benefit of the doubt. That's step number two for a soft startup. Number three is what's your contribution? Perhaps you're raised in a home where looks were everything and it was too extreme. So you're highly sensitive to looks. So maybe that's partly your issue you need to work through to get more balanced and in the middle. Or perhaps you've contributed by encouraging bad habits. Maybe you encourage junk food or you buy junk food and bring it into the house. Or perhaps you have discouraged exercise here and there when they've wanted to exercise. But that's step three. Look at how perhaps you've contributed to them developing in a way that you're less attracted to. How have you contributed to that, if at all? And then four is your complaint, where you want to express your tender underbelly, so not anger, not frustration. What's underneath that for you? You not feeling as attracted to them. Does that make you feel sad? Does it make you feel lonely? Does it make you fearful? Does it hurt your feelings? What is it for you? What's the tender underbelly? You can't say the word you when you make the complaint, and you can't say always or never. If you are the one on the other side, if you're the the person in the marriage and your spouse is saying, I'm not as attracted to you, if that is you, this is step number four, this is for you. A few things I would encourage you to consider. First thing I would encourage you to consider is don't take it personal. Don't call them shallow. It's not a personal attack on you. It's a need that they have. Don't get your feelings hurt. It is what it is. And they are not being shallow. It's a valid need. Their need to feel attracted to you is just as valid as some of the needs you have. So perhaps you have the need of emotional intimacy, or perhaps you have the need for affection, or perhaps you have the need for support my interests or adoration. How would you feel if they turned around and said to you, forget it, I'm never going to meet that need. You would hate that. So don't do that to them. If they have a need to feel physically attracted to you, 
Don't take it personal and don't call them shallow. That need is as valid as yours. So the main thing to do is honor that need. Make the most of what you got. What can you do to become more attractive for them? Ask them, what are the changes they would like to see? Is it your weight? Is it the way you do your hair? Is it what you wear to bed? Is it what you wear during the day? What is it that you can do to become more attractive for them? Ask them for that feedback and then start making steps in that direction. You making steps and honoring their concerns in this area is going to go a long way. Because usually that's all they desire. They desire for you to care and for you to honor their need just like you would want them to honor yours. So whatever that looks like for you to start taking steps to become more attractive for them. So there's the four ways to manage decreased physical attraction. Number one is considering that physical attraction is a valid need. Number two, avoid the extremes of looks are everything versus looks are nothing. Step three is for the spouse who is not as attracted to their partner anymore. You want to focus more on all the areas where you're still attracted and express your complaint in this area through the four steps to a soft startup. And then step number four, if you are on the receiving end and you're hearing from your spouse that they are not as attracted to you, don't take it personal. Don't call them shallow. Their need is as valid as your needs and honor what they're expressing through taking some steps to become more attractive for them. Thank you for listening to the Marriage Steps podcast and be sure to tell your family and friends about it. For more marriage resources, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. That's D-R-W-Y-A-T-T-F-I-S-H-E-R.com. And check out my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash drwyattfisher. You can follow me there for updates and posts that I do several times a day. If you believe in this podcast and would like to help me reduce the divorce rate one marriage at a time by keeping it on the air, please consider becoming a monthly supporter by going to patreon.com forward slash marriage steps. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash marriage steps. Marriage steps is all one word. Also, if you're happily married, I would love to have you on the show to hear your story and have you do a we're in love scream so others can learn from you and be inspired. So if that's you, please email me at info at drwyattfisher.com. And remember, your marriage is a living organism. If you care for it, it will thrive. And if you don't, it will die. The choice is up to you. Take care.